Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. There's no doubt that if you assign your kids household chores, they probably aren't going to thank you right away, but they will be grateful down the road for those lessons. Learning to pitch in and take ownership of tasks can be valuable lessons that benefit your kids for life. I'm John Fuller, and along with me is Danny Huerta. He's a licensed clinical social worker and is our vice president of parenting here at Focus on the Family. Danny, you've spoken to this before, but why are chores so good for kids? I mean, it feels good for me to give them chores, but why are they good for kids? I think we could go through a whole show and just uh, really dig into the fact that chores bring benefits not only to the child, but to the home, to society. Uh, there's a ripple effect to chores. And sometimes we'll think this is just one little chore, and some parents actually feel bad giving their kids chores because they're so busy uh, as a family. And, and really, the, the benefits have been shown through scientific research. And so we'll start there. Oh. Uh, that there science is, is proven. Science that is proven. good for children. Yeah. Socially, <laughs> academically, and also uh, just relationally for kids to see themselves as contributors. Hmm. And if they see themselves, and we've talked about this, John. Yeah, I appreciate that label, (laughs) contributor, not consumer. Not consumer, because if you're a consumer in the home, it's all about rights instead of doing what's right, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's what we don't want to teach our kids. We want to teach them what is right is to contribute so that there is a building of something, because from the beginning, God created us to work. Mm -hmm. And that's part of our fulfillment of our identity as a child of God. And it really helps the home have some free time to do some other things and not get overwhelmed by a house that naturally goes towards chaos. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, this kind of thing as we hear from Courtney DeFeo. She talked with Jim Daly and Kim Troby about um, parents teaching kids responsibility and encouraged us, even if it's more convenient to do the chore yourself, give it to the kids. Let me ask you about um, the idea of responsibility. That's one of the other virtues in your book, no. The Twelve. And, you know, you start at a young age, and you start with them doing some chores, and mm-hmm. then they get older. Now, our kids, all three of us, are at different stages. Kim, your boys are grown and gone. Mine are teenagers. Yours are still little mm-hmm. ones. My goodness, we're doing responsibility training from zero to 30 <laughs> right, right, yes. Why is it such a hard concept for these little ones, and they grow into bigger ones, to learn responsibility? What have we done wrong that they're not getting it? Well, I may need to ask you because here I have I've discovered a problem in my home. So we just moved, as you know, and I had someone come help me do some organizing and moving. And as she pulled out everything of my closet, I discovered I have a lot of systems that I started <laughs> and I have Zolcho execution. She's like, what are these jars? I'm like, well, that was, that was this chore thing that I started. And anyway, we can give that away. Empty jars. So, yeah, yeah. And then she pulled out another one. I'm like, well, that was that responsibility. Well, yeah, we can donate that. And uh, so I just realized that, man, I have a problem with moving on to the next cool thing on Pinterest. And I probably created half of them and they're, you know, on my site of great ideas. <laughs> and the problem I feel like is that we, it is hard to execute. It is hard to stay on the kids and make them do work that they don't want to do because work is work and it's not easy. Um, but we're doing a favor to them. Um, we're doing a favor to their wives and their husbands, for goodness sakes, when we say, and you actually have to learn to do laundry and put your yeah. food away. You know, there's things that you're going to have to learn to do. 
Um, and it builds up their esteem, actually, to feel like they're capable of doing something in the world. So my problem, and I'm not an expert, mine are little, is that I need to just pick something. You know, there's not a trick system out there. There's going to be have to be one, just like weight loss. It's like, pick one. You know, eat less and exercise, but pick it and stick with it. One of them will work if we're consistent. And I know for me in my house, it's easier to just do it myself. I'm like, I'll make their bed in two seconds, but they take all day. I'm like, are we still doing the <laughs> yeah. pillows? Yeah. Why are they still yeah. in there making their bed? Oh, so, but I think we do them a great um, disservice if we keep doing their work for them. Well, yeah. speaking as a mother-in-law, you just need to get really good at telling your daughter-in-law, I'm sorry. I tried. <laughs> I'm sorry. I worked really hey, hard. My bad. My right, bad. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, and Jean's really good with that. I mean, I'm yeah. constantly throwing wrappers away yeah. in the kitchen that are left on the counter. It's just that you're just enabling. That's right. <laughs> the, That's right. You're an enabler. I'm saying, no, I'm a getter-dunner. Oh, yeah. yeah. So now we have the battle between the enabler and the getter-dunner. <laughs> I heard the term lawnmower parent the other day. Have you heard this? No. What's no. this? Okay. Well, it was the helicopter parent for a while, and now they said the lawnmower parent is the one that just keeps smoothing things out for their kids and oh, I thought I that's that. I'm yeah. a lot more apparent I think because yeah. I do want it to be smooth and my mom was so great she made our lives really easy my mom was fantastic and I see that in me it's like hey I want them to have their snacks ready and I want to put it in their backpack because I want to get out quickly in the morning and it's like but they should be able to know how to pack a lunch and so in me is the parent that wants smooth easy life for my kids but the best thing I could probably do for them mm. is to say, hey, this is how you pick a vegetable, and here's how you pick a fruit, and here's how to pick a healthy choice for your lunch. But, man, it's easy to just grab it for yeah. them. So <laughs> well, I struggle, so true. too. Yeah. We were cleaning the basement the other day, and uh, I remember Jean said to the boys, have you cleaned everything up? And then we do inspection. <laughs> <laughs> There's a real problem and, with yeah. semantics in that. Correct. Have you cleaned and, and everything right up? Right by yeah. this overflowing toy box happened to be – some dirty clothes and some wrappers. There's a theme here, aren't there, with wrappers? Yes, yes. And so Gene pulls them out, and the boys quickly are going, that's not my wrapper, it's his wrapper. <laughs> the accuser. The accuser, yes. and, you know, nobody knew whose wrapper it truly was. We got through the clothes okay. Yeah. But it's that kind of thing with responsibility that you're constantly fighting. Yeah. And I, I thought to myself, maybe what we should do is just all of our trash, at the end of the day, we should throw into the boys' room. Yeah. And maybe they'll get the last That's right. You you know, the the sad truth of it is they probably go, that's all right with me. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. They have to feel some consequences at some level for sure. But do we have time to talk about financial responsibility? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. The activity in that chapter is about um, give, save, live. It's like, how do we teach them early on that there's implications to their financial responsibility? Because the big lesson for me was the target dollar section. Every time we would walk through there, it was my crutch. Like, just get something. If you'll just be quiet for an hour, you Mm -hmm. can just grab something so every time it became an expectation they just thought well we get something every time we walked in and if you in didn't there. get it you get louder right, right. And so I thought I'm setting up a terrible <laughs> system here and so then I started thinking they've got to understand that money is just not growing on trees you know did your grandmother say that and uh, so we set up the jars and based on you know Dave Ramsey and Andy Stanley everybody said it give save live or give save spend and so we did my little money jars and we created these jars and I sold them for a little while but now there's a system how you can just make them um, and so now they label them. And what I love is that when you put a chalkboard label on there, they get invested. It's like they get to say where do they want to give. They get to say what they're saving for. And they get to write on there what they're spending. 
And so all of a sudden they're like, I want an iPod. And so you can help them decide, or I'm saving for a bike. or And so now their spending section says Target dollar. And I'm like, well, go look in your jar. If you've got money to spend, you grab it. But I'm not buying you this stuff anymore. Right. And so then this give discussion, we had this greatest talk the other day. I drew a circle and I showed them 10% and 10% and the rest is spent. And I said, dad and I are trying to change the pie chart. And I explained to them, I said, what if we got bigger in our give? What if we got bigger in our save? And we just lived on less and we kept changing this and talked to them about what the Bible says. And their eyeballs just got bigger and we put pennies and quarters in there. And so I think that discussion for them as early as you can is so helpful for them to understand how money works and how responsibility can work with their money. All right, so Courtney started giving chores to her kids really early on. Danny, um, give us some age-appropriate tasks for younger kids. I mean, in your home, what did the kids do when they were, I don't know, three, four, five? Well, really, you just want to have them participate as helpers with anything that you're doing, even washing the car, if you're uh, washing dishes, if you're doing laundry. Kids from an early age truly want to help, and many times as parents, we we think it's very inconvenient because it's going to slow us down. Yeah. It's going to take longer. Well, they I was may... guilty of that. I yeah. mean, I, they, they're not going to do it right? Right. Yes. And that is, that's a frustration uh, and a dilemma for mm-hmm. many parents. They uh, are busier than ever, and all of a sudden they're expected to teach a child how to do the basics, and there really rarely is time for that. So you're going to have to... Uh, prioritize as a parent, what are we needing to teach our kids this yeah. week, the next week, the next month? And the the investment will pay dividends. You may have more messes early on because you're having to go more slowly. You may have to say no to some things mm-hmm. so that you build margin for this. It is really necessary to teach kids from an early age, even as early as two. Yeah, John, they can start to to pick up and you can have music or a story playing yes. while you're doing it. And once it turns off, you go do something else. Okay. So when they're in, um, let, let's say first, second, third grade, um, is that too soon for uh, some yard work or their laundry? I mean, what, what kinds of, th- I think we had our kids loading the dishwasher in those, those primary uh, grade school years and doing stuff like that. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. For, for parents uh, to start on some of the chores, you want to think about safety and not leave them alone. You're teaching them about a variety of uh, things that they can do to participate in the adult world, and kids naturally want to do that. What you can do is have some plastic plates in your home where they can take more responsibility for the dishes, Mm -hmm. and the more they learn that early on and see that as part of the routine of the day, the better it's going to be. If you all of a sudden introduce it the teen years, they're going, what? We haven't been doing this forever. When I was in Mexico City, and we moved to the United States, it was a culture shock for me because, because we had maids uh-huh. in Mexico. They did everything. And then at eight and a half, nine years old, all of a sudden I had all these jobs to do in our house. I had to make my bed. I had to uh, do the dishes. And it was, it was a, a, a tough time for my mom, especially managing the home. Well, you were the maid. Reminding us, that's right. All of a sudden, <laughs> I, was the I, I did not feel like doing any yeah. of that. And I didn't have that as part of my routine. And so there was some conflict that happened there. So make sure you start early if you want to uh, really create a good foundation and a habit in okay. your home. Now, what if I didn't make my kids do mm-hmm. chores early? And they are now, let's say, 11, 12, oh. 13. Is it too late? No, no. 
no, even at 17, right? You want to, there's just going to be a little more conflict. There's going to be, uh, you're going to need uh, to have patience and just know certain personalities naturally just want to help and are very helpful. Yes. And then you have some personalities that they are very, don't want to help. They, yeah, they don't want to help. <laughs> they, they have a lot of other interests and they're just not naturally uh, gifted at being detail oriented. Mm-hmm. They don't see the messes. And the, the less you use sarcasm and you step in with respect and help them know the why as to why this is important in the home and that this is not a favor for you. So you're not asking, please, please, can you do the dishes or please uh, make your bed? It's, it's, it's time now to make the bed. And you're providing reminders, just mm-hmm. like if they had reminders on their phone yeah. or anywhere else, you happen to help them learn to remember to notice and do things around the house. Oh, good. Good. And here at Focus on the Family, we want to help you grow uh, and thrive as a parent, and we want to help you give your kids chores. So get in touch. Uh, Danny has written a great book. Uh, It has some wonderful, timeless parenting advice. It's called Seven Traits of Effective Parenting. Congratulations. Thank you. On the book coming out. And uh, it really is a great resource for parents, covers so much, and really will help you uh, get to a point of understanding what your kids are going to need to thrive uh, in their lives. Uh, pre-order a copy of Seven Traits of Effective Parenting by Danny Huerta. Uh, we've got a link on our website for you to do that, and you can start reading with a free chapter there. Uh, the link is in the episode notes. And if you can support this ministry, Focus on the Family is listener-supported, and uh, we would appreciate a gift of any amount, either a one-time or a monthly gift. Uh, if you can contribute today, we'll say thanks for joining the support team by sending a copy of Courtney DeFeo's book, In This House We Will Giggle. You'll find details about donating and these books and other resources. Uh, The links are in the show notes or call 800-A-FAMILY. Next time, you're going to hear from a father and his two sons explaining why middle school can be so challenging. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny and the entire team, thanks for listening today to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 